also give you Josh Brolin shirtless. So if you want to get hot and steamy and talk about a skateboarding movie, you've found yourself at the right podcast destination to have uncomfortable feelings about Josh Brolin, but also hear about a <laughs> skateboard movie called Thrashing. Let's get it started. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. thrashing for our first extreme sports movie of the month and and set it off no pressure but it's on you to carry this one on your shoulders oh shit well fuck Uh, (laughs) this is a movie i love um you know what's so funny is uh growing up we um before we had like a huge collection we had like three vhs's we had et we had like a compilation of uh, Warner Brothers cartoons, and we had Thrashing because my brothers had it. I so I watched you had Song of the South. Is also the other <laughs> thing we used to watch, like relentlessly, repeatedly. And then they would take Dave to these rallies in the middle of the night where things were burning, but they would give him marshmallows to roast on these giant. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm not insinuating anything. I just want to make a really inappropriate joke when my buddy is actually trying to tell you a really good story, and I just want to throw him off his game completely by interrupting him. Continue. <laughs> no, so, uh, I, you know, I, I watched this movie a lot growing up. Um, you know, it's a, it's an, a pure nostalgia for me. It has a great sick soundtrack. It's got, like, one of my favorite 80s movie tropes, which is, like, the 80s, uh, 80s punk, mm. you know, or... Um, the uh, daggers in this movie. Dude, I will say, this movie makes you miss the 80s. Like, the clothes, the lifestyles, the original lineup for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, fucking yeah. A, dude. Like, the movie includes the band playing at a skateboard club, like, in, like, Pasadena or something, or the Palisades. Like, there used to be this thing, the Pacific Palisades used to have, like, a skate park, and they buried it under sand. In this movie, it still exists. Um, and, like, uh... It's just cool. I mean, maybe it's nostalgia, right? I mean, Dave and I went to school in this area. Like, you can see some of the neighborhoods, like, still look the same. Like, you see it, they go like, oh, my God. Like, a lot of Venice looks the same, or at least how I remember it. There's fucking Pico Boulevard right there. Um, You know what I mean? Stuff stuff like that, dude. Or the Ventura Freeway. Like, I think at the end of the movie, they're just, like, in Ventura, going down hills. Like, um... But um, so there's that element of it. Like if you if you spent any time in California or grew up there, you, you you can feel that while you're watching the movie. Or yeah, the whole the '80s vibe. I mean, to the sound the sound soundtrack is killer. They have like uh, young cannibals, <laughs> like is included on the soundtrack. Devo, um, yeah. Circle Jerks. <laughs> yeah, Circle Jerks. Yeah, doing a great job. Um, and uh, yeah, the music arrangement is is incredible. Like I said, great job on the music arrangement and. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes you want the 80s. It really does. And, like, um, my, my kids hate it, whatever. They're like, go, oh, Dad, is that the 80s? But they don't say 80s. They say 1880s. And they think I'm from the 80s. I'm really not from the 80s. But they think I was, like, an adult in the 80s because I watched so many 80s movies. I'm like, I'm right. not that – I'm not really that old, guys. I just like – if there's a decade that I have to pick and they say no other decade exists or, like, John, your job is to keep um, – 
you've been elected to like save the movies for the future and everything else is going to go out of print and, and like okay 1980 to 1989 we're good to go you, you know what i mean <laughs> um i just like that i mean uh, like commercially viable stories with like no rules like the I mean, the 80s gave us fucking Ninja Turtles on screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Back to the Future, you know, Robocop. Like, these are not stories that a normal person would sit down to write. But, you know, um, country was going through some shit back then. Country's going through some shit now. Um, and you, you end up with movies like Thrashing. But Thrashing was, like, trying to cash in on, like, the skateboarder craze that was, like, just getting started in the 80s. You know? Yeah. And the movie... Well, I... What's that? Go. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like... Just like, and the skaters that were around at the time are like included in the movie, like Tony Alva, Tony yeah, Hawk, he, like they're they're in the freaking movie. You know the the Z Boys from Dogtown, like half their crew is in this movie. Um, and and that's the thing with Southern California in the eighties was about skateboarding and 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 I don't want to say soft punk music because I don't even know how to describe that. But this is before ska. Ska hasn't really evolved yet in Southern California, but it's close. But um, right. it's just like punk acid music and skateboarding, and 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 they got some beef with the uh, the break dancers. They're like, oh, oh these no. breakers, man, breaking so old school or whatever. They're like, <laughs> you know, like you can't break dance anymore here because we're on we're on skateboards. And then like you were talking about the daggers, like they decided to like let's make a street gang out of freaking skateboarders. Right. Um, well, the um, this movie feels very much like a. This time I'll watch it. it. Feels very much like a skateboard version of Valley Girl, which is already like a take on Romeo and Juliet. Like oh. uh, I'm with this crew and you're with that crew and we can't be together. But I, we I will never be. really, I didn't really think about the motifs for being Romeo and Juliet. But you're, yeah, you're kind of like right about that. Um, but they have a stupid name for the kids from the valley. They just literally say you're from the valley. But the I get valley the idea. That there's also, yeah. There's also a disparity between wealth, I guess. Like, I guess the Valley kids have money and better skateboards, and the the other kids are thra or thra total thrashers, right? And don't have money, like, cause yeah, like they have the one rich friend who pays for their drinks, and then the the guy guy built a ramp in his backyard. But the the main group of kids, their name is kind of dorky. They call them themselves the Ramp Locals, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I guess that implies you're the only ones in the local area that have a ramp for people to skateboard well on. Well, it is kind of funny. Our protagonists, I mean, you always associate skateboarding with, like, hard punks or, like, tough kids. And our protagonists in this movie are kind of, like, white bread. Kind of, you know, it's like, kind of, not quite sissies, but, like, they're not that tough looking. They're really the uh, Orange County kids or something, right? You know, yeah. Like the, uh, yep. Um, there is a jousting scene. That's something. Um, yeah. There's a duel and a rivalry between the main character. Those words seem to come out. Rivalry and duel um, between the main character and the leader of the Daggers, who happens to be the big brother of the girl that the guy likes, of course, right? Got to make sure we write in that conflict. Um, Which they look nothing alike. Like, they, there's no way they could be brother and sister, but oh, they are. Know. What's funny is, like, and the chemistry's off, too. Like, I read this thing... Um, in real life, Johnny Depp was dating that actress, and he was up for the lead in this movie. He was supposed to be in Thrashing, and Josh Brolin was up for the part in 21 Jump Street. Johnny huh. got 21 Jump Street over Brolin, and Brolin got this over Johnny Depp, but the director of the movie, David Winters or whatever, pushed so hard for Johnny Depp that he actually, because of Thrashing, because he didn't want Brolin, that after this movie, 
the director wrote into his contract that he gets final say on casting. Because hmm. he didn't want Roland at all. And it goes back to what you said. Maybe he was, like, too yuppified, you know, too city folk. Like, he wasn't, like... he. I mean, to, I'll be honest with you folks. Like, for the wide shots, he's doing okay on a board. Like, that's the thing about the casting him and the other guy. Like, they had to have some skating skills. So it looks like Brolin and, um, what's his name? Robert, what's the other guy's name? I looked up the actor's name and I already forgot. I'm sorry. The the main, the main bad guy yeah, or the, the dagger? Guy. Yeah, because he's in... He's on Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. He's in, sometimes they come back again. He's in, he's in Weird Science. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, He's he in is. a couple of things. He's, his MO is kind of playing like the, um... And in, the, in this movie, his name is Tommy Hook, and he's the leader of, as Dave said, the Dagger group. But let me... Let me yeah, he was him. a friend in Nightmare... I mean, the the biggest thing is Nightmare on Elm Street 2, where he p- plays the the friend to the main guy. Yeah. Like, you almost think they're going to hook up a couple times, but that's because of that movie. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um... So in Thrashing, though, yeah, he's supposed to be, like, the older brother to... You know what's funny, though? He has a girlfriend in here. And it seems like the girlfriend wants to hook up with Josh Brolin's character. Like, there's right. more chemistry between Josh Brolin and the thug's girlfriend than... Oh, Robert Rustler, who's another 80s actor. Um, of course, Brolin's, like, a huge star now. He just played Thanos in the Marvel movies. But um, and Robert Rustler, he's still an actor. I looked up his credits. It seems like he's doing a lot of TV lately. Done some independent movies. Produced a couple of his own things. But he's his career stretches back, you know... 80s, 90s, whatever. And like Dave said, he's, he's in one of the Nightmare movies. And he's in a handful of 80s classics. So there you go. Um, I, I thought about actually asking Russell to come on the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, because like, he's notoriously cast as like the bad boy, who's also the bad guy. But what's funny, in, in this movie, he's not that bad. Like He's actually kind of sympathetic and like... His group is like skateboarding through the boardwalk there in Venice, like you said, and like he pats a little kid on the head and dude, he takes the time to take like a a class photo with all of the gang members from the Daggers. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. There's a scene where it looks like an LA Weekly reporter takes a picture for them, and it's like, oh, there's the yearbook photo, you know, <laughs> like so they're not that bad. Their house kind of sucks, but they drink Lipton tea. I was looking at that, like, they had these things, <laughs> is that product placement? Like, I don't know, they drink Lipton tea, they got Minute Maid apple juice, so I guess they're doing alright, you know? Um, but Tony Alva, who's the real skater in real life, he's the one that plays the one that jumps off the porch. Yeah. He's gonna get in a fight with Brolin's He's kinda got, like, dirty yeah. blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, I guess I could call Brolin by his character's name. His character's name is Corey Weber. Um, I forget the we- friends' names, they're kind of forgettable, but... Um, you've seen one yuppie, you've seen them all. So. Yeah. Um, and then obviously in the stunts, there's like a, a freeze frame where it says who directed the movie, and that's clearly not Josh Brolin and the other guy. And then <laughs> and when they have this massive downhill race, like there's just too many shots of the, the skateboarders, and you're just like, oh wow, that looks nothing like Wrestler and Brolin at all coming down the hill. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, what's crazy is the stunts are just skateboarders. Like, they're just on their skateboards. I was like, it's crazy to think that humans could put a, a pair of wheels on a board and then decide to go down a hill at, like, 60 miles an hour and call it a sport, turn it into a sport, and then actually be willing to do it because it seems reckless, um, and extreme. And, 
you know, um, I don't know. I mean, but I guess you feel immortal between the ages of 12 and 19. You kind of feel like you can't be stopped by anything. Right. Um, and maybe, maybe that's a testosterone thing. I don't know. But I think it, it may not be limited to the male monkeys of the species and maybe the entire species that just when you're young, you're just like, ah, I can, I'm immortal. Nothing can hurt me, you know, until you get really, really hurt. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, what is it, Dave? Shit happens. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. This movie's Dude, hard I, to find. I, I, I like, got this... What? 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 Okay, I was just, I was just about to say my back almost ahead. went out just moving shit this weekend, so, <laughs> you know. There you go. Dave, Dave pulled his back out taking a soda out of the fridge, you know, while he sat down to watch the restaurant, you know. Um, no, actually, this movie's hard to find. I don't have a link for anybody to watch it. Because I had to get it on Comcast, but I know everybody doesn't have a cable subscriber these days, so I don't oh. know where they're going to find it. This is another one of those, well, you can link to the Blu-ray. <laughs> well, I don't know. Can you? Um, I suppose. I, I have a Blu-ray of it. I don't know if it's still in print. No, I mean, it's not available on Prime, so oh, well, I didn't I've... bring it up. But, you know what you can do? Um, everybody's starting a podcast these days. We have one. And if you think you can do it better than us, why don't you? You can start a podcast. You can follow the link in the show notes. You can get Buzzsprout going for you. And you know what? We'll give you a $20 Amazon gift card because we think you're podcast worthy. You sign up, we'll send you a $20 Amazon gift card. And that's going to help us, actually. We're going to keep rolling out these podcasts for you. It's in the show notes. You sign up today, $20 Amazon gift card. Bada bing, bada boom. And now you're a podcaster. That's how it works. Dave feels like you're going to take his spot. You might be so good at podcasting that Dave won't be able to do it anymore. Oh, no. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> Got in for me? No. Uh, well, you just told me you're, you're worthless. You're going to throw your back out doing, doing nothing. Doing no, like, oh, man, I reset my microphone, threw my back out. That's over with. It's gone. It's over <laughs> with. Um, let's see. Uh, what, is, what kind of movie is thrashing like today? The only thing I can relate it to is maybe there really aren't any skater movies today, really. No, not that I can think of. Um, it's a cultural thing, I guess. Remember Tony Hawk made a bunch of video games about skateboarding? Did you ever play those? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was at a friend's house, but uh, so it went from not... like people actually skateboarding to playing skateboard video games. But then I think people got back into skateboarding. Like I know it's a big deal for my brother. My brother was way into it. Had multiple decks. Would watch like the old skateboarding tapes on VHS. I don't know yeah. if you know that. They used to pass around like skateboarding videotapes. That's how the Jackass guys got started too. I think like they passed around these tapes, mm -hmm. and then like an assistant at MTV saw it. They got them in there to do the stunts. Then they had a show. Then they brought a Knoxville to be their celebrity guy and like whatever. Um, I've seen some of the old tapes. But if you're going back to watch things on tape, man, that's going back a while. Yeah, there was a big uh, skater culture thing with, like, skate videos. Yeah. Like, VHSs, you go to skate shops and buy, like, stunt videos. That's still going on because, like, some of these videos have not been digitally transferred. Like, they're the only way to get some of these videos in the, that they talk about, the classic ones. Like, Volume 3 of, like, blah, 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 thrashing. Like, you can't, you can't get it anywhere. Or Transworld, right. Volume 3, you gotta go to the store and, like, oh, there's a VHS, oh my god. And then you got to go to, like, your, I don't know, your, like, Piggly Wiggle, whatever, <laughs> second-hand store and find, like, 
a VHS player that actually still works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh man, it's a VCR. So now you've spent, like, I don't know, I don't know how much money you've spent between the VCR that might work and the video that you found. But I do love finding things on video. Like, Dave actually, I was visiting Dave one time and he took me to the store and we were, like, looking at all these movies. Remember that? Yeah. I saw a VCR. Do you? Damn. Yeah. What do you play? I even have a laser disc player. Yeah, Dave, Dave's a real connoisseur. I think he likes that classic porn, you know? Oh, yeah. But, he, again, you can only get it on the tapes. It doesn't exist anywhere <laughs> else. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, I, again, like, uh, like I said, you had to carry this one on your shoulders because I don't have too much to say about thrashing. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Well, I just found out the girl who played Chrissy died. What? So there's that. <laughs> What? Yeah, she died like two years ago. Well, shit. She's the main girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I I don't know. I just found out she just died. <laughs> 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 I'm looking up IMDb shit. I'm not laughing, people, because she died. I'm laughing I mean... because we sound ill-prepared, and David doesn't know why she died. It just happened to pop up on his phone on IMDb that she's dead. That's like the it just first says fact she died peacefully in her sleep at 52. Peacefully in your sleep. Does anybody really die peacefully in their sleep? Yeah, 90-year-olds. Well, who wants to be 90? Do you want to be 90, David? You want to be well, 90 by the time we get up there with modern medicine, I mean, it may not be that bad. Speaking of 90-year-olds, um, Kirk Douglas recently died. He was in his 90s. Didn't no, he was like 103. Oh, really? Okay, past the 90s. Yeah. Did not leave a dime. For his son Michael Douglas gave it all to charity. Good for him. Michael Douglas has his own fortune. Well, that's what I wondered. Do you think they had the conversation like, "Listen, son, we both done well. You don't need this. I'm gonna give it away." Or, "Son, I fucking hate your guts. You're not getting a goddamn thing. <laughs> Good luck to you." My understanding is they all they had a pretty safe, pretty solid relationship. But oh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I guess they produced a couple of movies together. Yeah. No, I think they probably had a good relationship to the end. Uh, yeah, I think so. Don't know if oh. Michael and his son get along that well. Like, I know the son wrote, like, a tell-all after going through rehab. Yeah, I was going to say, his son's had his troubles with drug problems. Yeah. I also reached out to Rob, I think his name is Dire Deck or whatever, the guy who does Ridiculousness. Oh, rubbed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're doing all these extreme sports for this month, so I was like, oh, let me get the skaters on the show. Like, let me... And he has, like, a hello thing, whatever. Like, I was talking to his people on his website, but the email keeps getting rejected, and I'm like, oh, man, they need to update their freaking WordPress site. Um, I guess the other thing I could do is contact, like, MTV and be like, dude, you know? Um, yeah. Binge Watchers can help you make fun of internet videos. Come to our <laughs> show, we'll do your show, you know? One hand shakes the other, as they say. Um, yeah, I can't see them making a skateboard video these days, except for Jonah Hill made a movie. They happen to be skaters because the movie takes place in the 90s, and it's literally called mid-90s. But I don't know. if I guess skater culture must have been a part of his, like, growing up. Well, yeah. I mean, have you seen it? No, not yet. It's um Actually, it's not bad. I saw it last year, or whatever it came out. Um yeah. It's uh, it's very much um, his version of the movie Kids. Hmm. 
except uh, not as rapey. <laughs> and uh, he even shot it like four by three or like TV aspect, so it's not even widescreen. That's weird. Yeah, that's been like a thing that a lot of uh, movies have been doing lately. I've noticed. Going to four three. Mm-hmm. Why? Just a stylistic choice. I have to look that up. I don't know why that's a stylistic choice of anybody. You want it to look like it's shot on TV? I mean, if they wanted to look like old film, there was a one eight one eight five, which wasn't four three. It was blown up to four three, but um. To choose to shoot in a square, it makes no sense unless you're, what, are you going to release your video on Instagram? You well, it dep- I mean, it, it depends on, um, because sometimes it makes things, uh, um, for instance, The Lighthouse just did that, uh, but it, it worked for that movie. They shot it in a 4.3? Actually, they even shot it in something slimmer, something like one one nineteen, which oh. is like even slimmer. So it kind of like it looks very tall, um, you know, especially if you see it in a movie theater. If you le- see it at home on a screen, it kind of loses something. But I saw the lighthouse in the theaters and it it does look impressive. Yeah. How I, does mermaid sex look in the theaters, Dave? <laughs> uh, well, squishy. That's, that's how you know it's an art film. That's the only test. The only way to indicate that it's an art film is the weird sex scene. I'm pretty sure that's what every art film required. And Willem Dafoe farting a lot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the Lighthouse, folks. Go and, go and watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how we'll end this one. Talking about Willem Dafoe passing gas. Yeah. I think we would have talked about that on the Wild of Heart episode. but. <laughs> oh, really? Well, he's not flatulence in that movie. No. Just fucked up teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has a weird face anyway, so to give him really screwed yeah. up teeth is kind of like insult to injury. <laughs> you know? <laughs>